Hi, and welcome to the Making School Shine Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Bullpen Marketing. I'm Susie Senna. And I'm Colin Hageny. And today we're going to be talking about performing a marketing audit. A marketing audit is when you want to take an overall look at your school and all your marketing pieces together and see what you can do to improve it. Okay, and we suggest that every school do this before they start doing any kind of marketing to get a outside-in perspective of your school. You're really too close to the situation, and you can't really see the forest for the trees. And so what we're recommending is getting people on board to help you do this audit so you can see from the outside how your community and constituencies outside of the school look at the school. Yeah, you may want to invite some outsiders, uh, whether it's some board members or just friends of the school, to just come and take a view, walk around the school, uh, take a really good look at some of the consistencies and, on the other side, some of the inconsistencies that appear throughout the school. A marketing audit helps you evaluate a school's efforts and your budget. So it gives you a really good idea of where you're spending money, what things you are doing in marketing and what's working and what isn't working. So the first step is to assign a person or a team to perform the audit. After you have that person, the next step is to come up with goals. What are your goals to do a marketing audit? Is it to raise attendance? Is it to fundraise? These goals should be quantitative. You, you want to assign a number to them, whether it's a hard number, a percentage, you want to increase enrollment by X amount or X percentage. You can have some qualitative goals. You, you want to boost morale. You want to increase internal communication. But before performing any type of audit, you really want to go into it with goals that you can reach and are attainable. Okay, and one of the things you need to consider are all of your prospective parent and student touch points. What is a touch point? Well, Colin, a touch point can be anything that your outside community views. So this will include admissions brochures, informational brochures, things like your um, website, and even things that you wouldn't even think about, like your entrance to the school. And the receptionist answering the phone. Any place where you have a contact with your outside constituencies as well as your inside constituencies. The next step is to spread all the marketing materials and external communications on a table. This is always a lot of fun when we do this. Because it's usually a mess. <laughs> it's, it's usually a mess. It's brochures, advertisements, your website, email communications, open house communications, registration process, anything you can imagine that your school produces. This can include uniforms. It can include promotional items, spirit items, uh, signage, pictures of signage around your campus. Pictures of signage on your buildings, how things look. Essentially, what you're wanting to do is see everything that your outside families see when they visit or receive materials from your school, all on one table. And why are we doing this? We're doing this for consistency issues. You want to see how does your postcard look compared to your brochure, compared to your website. What we're always talking about is consistency. And that's the name of the game when it comes to school and their marketing. You want to be as consistent as possible with your brand, but also the message, the voice that message is in, meaning how do you write the text that's in all these different marketing tools. So that's what you're looking for there. So one of the things you would look for also are how the colors go along. For instance, if, if your school colors are red and white and you have 
uh, neon red all the way up to maroon to everything in between, you're not being really consistent with your brand. Right. And that's why, and we'll talk about this later, but brand standards, PMS color, having a reference point for all your branding and marketing items is crucial to a school. All right. Another part of the marketing audit is listening to what your constituents say and their perceptions of your school. And sometimes bringing in a third party that doesn't have any ties or relationships to the school makes this process a little easier because whether your parents, students, staff, faculty are saying positive or negative things about the school, a third party can be indifferent to that feedback and not get on the offensive should it be anything negative. Yeah, you really want to create a safe place where they feel comfortable speaking great things and maybe not so great things about your school. And this, as Susie said, it includes student leaders, parents, alumni, faculty and staff, and also prospective students if you have access to them. And don't forget the students who may have applied to your school but opted to go elsewhere. Another thing to look at in a marketing audit is, you know, taking a walking tour of your campus with a camera and seeing all the different things around your campus that can be part of this audit. For instance, signage, and not only exterior signage, um, but interior signage. Exterior signage can be anything that gets people's attention out in the street or sidewalk area. Interior signage is down to the name place that are outside everyone's doors or signs inviting people to your library or cafeteria or gymnasium. When somebody walks into your school to see it for the first time, if they're going to the main office, I mean, what, what do they see? Do they see a bunch of collection things for box tops and donations of used clothing and different things? Or are they seeing a good representation of your school? Is it, is it a professional environment, something that people will want to send their child to for an education? The next thing you'd want to do in a marketing audit is look at what your competition is doing. We advise this not because we want you to copy what your competition is doing. We simply want you to take a broader look at what's out there in the market and what you're up against. And just because school X is doing something you're not doing doesn't mean you're the one doing a bad job. It's just taking it all in and, and seeing the bigger picture and what you're up against. Okay, we've talked about a lot of things here in terms of a marketing audit. Looking at your touch points, also going around and spreading your marketing materials on the table, and as we mentioned, brochures, advertisements, and anything that represents your school. And we also talked about listening to the constituents about what they say about your school. We recommended walking around your campus with a camera and getting a good insight, you know, even to your sports fields about where sponsorships are, if that is included on your sports field. And lastly, looking at what your competition is doing. So once you have collected all of this information, it's important to evaluate your results. Look for marketing disconnects. Right. You should be able to draw a point on each part of your marketing aspects and draw a line that makes sense. So you're connecting the dots of your school's marketing. If those dots are somewhat sporadic and don't make any sense, that's where you really need to take a critical eye and trying to correct some of the wrongs that you are coming into. So one example would be if your advertising is asking people to go to your website 
and your website looks completely different from the advertisement, that's a marketing disconnect. Or it's outdated and doesn't actually have the information you advise that person to go seek. Next step is to determine what needs to be done. So if you're a school that starts with a saint, if you spell out the word saint or if you use ST period, be consistent. Whatever you do, use it the same way through all of your materials. If you're using different Pantone colors, it's important to pick one and be consistent all the way through your materials and using the same colors. And of course, when you go through a marketing audit at your school, the results can be a little daunting at first glance. You really need to prioritize what comes most important. Of course, the materials that are for admissions and gaming prospective parents are probably going to be higher priority than more internal communications. We understand that schools have a limited budget and you can't get everything done at once. So it's important to create this priority list and a timeline of what's going to get done first. Now, it has to make sense. You have to have your Pantone colors picked because this is kind of a foundation piece before you start creating your marketing materials or you're going to repeat the things that have gotten to you where you were in the first place. And the timeline doesn't have to be done all in one year. This can certainly be a three-year or even a five-year plan. Some schools want to get it all done quickly. And while we applaud that, it is important to do it as it makes sense to the school, to your budget, to your time constraints. And in some cases, you might want to outsource getting things done to help along with the process. Once you have everything done and you're writing down your results, you want to make sure that you revisit these results and really evaluate, are you meeting these goals? If you say we're going to come and revisit every six months to make sure we're on top of our goals and on track for what we want to get done. You can't just do a marketing audit, say a list of goals that you want to accomplish, but then forget about them. The next step after a marketing audit is to create a marketing plan. We'll talk about marketing plans in a future podcast, but for now, I think we've covered everything concerning a marketing audit in detail. If you have any questions about a marketing audit or how to perform one or maybe things we didn't consider, please email us at podcasts, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S, at academicbranding.com. But we'd love to hear any other questions, comments, inquiries that you might have. We'd love to answer those questions on air. If you'd like us to talk about a certain topic in a future podcast, send us that as well to podcast at academicbranding.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. I'm Colin Hageny. And I'm Susie Senna. And we look forward to talking to you in the future.